0: Are you ready? Go! It's time Go. to separate the men from the boys. Go. 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 Africa. Go. And get down to the business of sport right here on the world famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to Football 2 Plus 3 exclusive to the Gingers Perspective and what a week it has been. Last week dominated by the surprise sacking of Claudio Ranieri as Leicester City boss, the man who guided them to their first ever Premier League title and uh, made a whole host of players millionaires as has the Chinese Super League that closed the transfer window last night if I'm not mistaken £331 million spent on players. The Barclays Premier League, in comparison, £215 million. So a lot of money doing the rounds in that Chinese Super League. But to bring it back to Leicester City, where you've got a lot of well-paid players now because of their Premier League success, because of the Champions League, Mo, it was very uncharacteristic to see Leicester firing on all cid- cylinders and putting in such a performance against uh, a Liverpool side that still believes it can finish in the top four. What do you make of it all? Because it suddenly looked like Leicester had an extra spring in their step and that they were happy again.
1: Yeah, it looked like the players had this massive burden taken off their shoulders. In, and it, it just proves that you know maybe they were the ones who got uh, Claudio Ranieri sacked. I mean... They've been horrible up until that Liverpool game. And it was like a completely different side that turned up. And the, 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 the caretaker coach, he can't be that great to turn a team instantly, you know, against a decent Liverpool team. But, you know, their defensive problems, it is there. I mean, they're playing Lucas and, you know, James Milner in defence. So, you know, I don't. you have to say that the players just... They were the cause of nearly getting
0: sacked. I have no doubt about that. I think, I mean, just to touch on Liverpool's woeful defence, I mean, surely Jurgen Klopp needs to sign a whole new back four for the next season if they really are going to contend for that Premier League title. Coutinho starting to show glimpses of the of the class player he we know he is, but Liverpool seriously need to sort out that defence because it's kind of like... Um, it's hindering their, their title pursuit. And, and, and I think let's forget about the title for, for the Reds, but definitely a top four finish is in jeopardy now as a result of that defence. But to come back to Leicester once again, Jamie Vardy came out, Kasper Schmeichel came out, said they were hurt by allegations. It's a proven fact that when one, once a coach loses that change room, players don't give anything on the training pitch. They don't give anything on the park. And that is exactly what happened, but a class move from Claudio Ranieri, of the three million pounds that he was given as a settlement package or as a payout, Mm -hmm. 1.5 million pounds he donated. So half of that he did to the, the Leicester Foxes Foundation, which is their youth academy, if I'm not mistaken. So a class gesture from a class manager, and it points the fingers right back at those Leicester players who should be ashamed of themselves.
1: Yeah, they should. I mean... They they probably got uh, quite big bonuses after winning the Premier League, incentives and all of that. And you know, out of all this, Claudio Ranieri is coming out as the classy guy. Look, I don't say it's bad what happened to him in getting the sack. The th- the thing is, he couldn't get the players to perform. They didn't want to play for him. You could see it; they were losing. And I mean, he got the sack before you know they end up getting relegated. So. You know, you got players that don't want to play for you. What do you do? Sack all your players, yeah. or sack the manager, and hope that whoever you bring in can, you know, get them to play the right way and start winning games. And I mean, you could have, you see, you could have seen it against Liverpool. They were up for it. They wanted to win. Yeah, they did. And, and all of a sudden, wow. they've now jumped out of relegation. They uh, and I did. I do believe that even maybe with Ranieri, they could have survived. But I mean, if you, your players are not playing for you, it's no point in being there.
0: No, you're right. I think when it comes to Leicester City, and and by the way, Shakespeare is the the man who's the assistant, but yeah, and it's not the Shakespeare you're thinking of, by the way, Mo. It's um, also been confirmed by the BBC that Roy Hodgson is in talks with Leicester City. There were links to Alan Pardew. Hodgson, uh, I don't know, is, is he the man to take Leicester City forward? Is it maybe not a case of them looking for someone who can inspire rather than just consolidate and and protect their sort of the fact that they they could be relegated or what's your take on
1: it i i don't understand the the um you know roy Hodgson. he's a boring manager you know it doesn't fit in with the leicester style i mean they were last season they were open attractive football you know and you're gonna bring in a guy who plays boring he looks just for the one and he's very tactical and that type of thing I don't think so. I, I, I favoured uh, Roberto Mancini to get the job because he did play for the club. That's right. I would have I would have liked him, but also I think he comes with too much baggage. He's, you know, It's always an issue with him, with chopping and changing his sides. So maybe they're going for the more moderate
0: approach, someone
1: stable, yeah. keep them in the Premier League and see what happens next season.
0: Or the cheapest option.
1: I don't know if you... I don't think... I mean, you're getting an uh, ex-England coach. I don't think he's the cheapest option. Mm, But then again, he has been around uh, a long time. He's coached all over.
0: He's almost 90, isn't
1: he? He's got experience, so...
0: Sorry, I'm not a fan of, of Hodgson. I, I don't...
1: think you want Alan to get... Actually, no,
0: I, I agree with you with Mancini. I think he would have been fantastic there. He brings that... There's a, I know you, he does have baggage, fair enough, but he brings that flair, that like... A bit like Ranieri did. You know, maybe they yeah, don't I
1: want... He's going to wear those horrible scarves. On
0: the <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, let's move along now. Um, the big match of the weekend is at Anfield, and it sees... Um, The two misfiring clubs, I suppose, in a way, going head-to-head as they battle it out for Champions League football, Liverpool and Arsenal. It's an interesting one, uh, especially with Alexis Sanchez's future still very much undecided. Um,
1: And Ozil as well. And Ozil, exactly. And and Arsene Wenger. And Arsene Wenger,
0: actually, yeah. So there's a lot of um, distractions for the Gunners as they go to Anfield. But Liverpool's defence, we saw against Leicester how bad it was. Arsenal will look to expose that, won't they?
1: No, they definitely will. I mean, uh, uh, Jurgen Klopp's got to come up with a plan. Arsenal are not a team that if you know they they score two, you're going to try and outscore them by three. But you know, Arsenal got their Champions League game hanging over them. I mean, they've got to turn a big deficit against uh, Bayern Munich.
0: That's right. So maybe
1: Klopp will be hoping they'll be distracted by that. But the thing for Liverpool, you you know, they're falling behind with. They're losing games, and then also, you look at Man United now got a game in hand, Arsenal got a game in hand, Uh, um, Man City's got a game in hand, so, you know, if they're not winning those games where they play and others don't, they're going to fall behind, and I mean, with those same teams still in the FA Cup, you're going to have, they're going to be even further, they're going to have more games in hand on Liverpool, and that's going to be a big problem for them, so Liverpool, they need to get a result. And, I mean, at Anfield they're strong. I think they, they they should get a good result if Klopp works out his defence. Eh?
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be their biggest problem because attacking-wise, with Mane, uh, Coutinho, Firmino, I mean, they've got no shortage on goal scorers. It's a case mm-hmm. of that that final that final defensive line that is so brittle at the moment. And um, Lucas, I'm afraid, just looks so so out of his depth uh, at yeah, Premier he's not League a level. Defense yeah and I know it's a makeshift job but he really doesn't look comfortable and Milner's doing his best Milner's a solid player but even at left back I I don't know that's not really his spot is it
1: at a club like Liverpool not to have another central defender is shocking it is shocking I I, I don't understand it the manager could not have overlooked that
0: let's um, talk about one thing quickly before we get to the other sort of eye-catching match of the weekend which is um, Tottenham and Everton um Zlatan Ibrahimovic, um, he clearly has proved that age is just a number and that at his ripe old age, he is still the man for the occasion. I mean, Southampton played some outstanding football and, and, and I actually dare I say it, they were the better side on the day. But it was Manchester United who took the opportunities and made them count and that's why they are the EFL Cup champions of England
1: yeah absolutely look uh, you wouldn't be the only one to say I mean we all saw it Southampton didn't deserve to lose but you know United took their chances and it's that's the game of football eh? but the worrying thing is that the way that United depend on Zlatan I mean you can't depend on the 35 year old to get you out of every single game and you know the likes of Pogba and you know uh, Martial and Rashford, they need to start looking at themselves and saying, we need to do more. Yeah. And I think, you know, so it might be a case of, uh, you know, Mourinho might have to tweak things a bit, make Slaten pull in a bit more deep and get the other players more involved. Because, you know, he's getting that team on his shoulders. I mean, he's getting in all the goals. Game in, game out, he's winning matches for them. They, they, they need to, if they want to have a serious challenge, you can't have one guy scoring all your goals.
0: No. I mean, is it fair to say that uh, Paul Pogba's disappointed so far this season? I mean, I know it's his first season with United. Uh, well, a second stint, shall I say. But as uh, the most expensive player in the world, he's um, not quite hit his straps. And I know he, he's, he possesses the potential to come good.
1: I think uh, Mourinho needs to step in and say, listen, enough of the haircuts <laughs> and all this stuff. You know, you, you're being paid a lot to play football you got to decide. And I think that's the important. He needs to step in and say, do the basics right, get up to the level that we expect of you. In every game, you can't just pitch up against the poorer teams that do, you know, enough of all the stuff. You're there to play football. That's that's the thing. I mean, I don't think under Fergie or Arsene Wenger, uh, Pogba would get away with all the stuff. Eh?
0: Tottenham, Everton, Harry Kane, Romelu Lukaku from a fantasy point of view. It's an interesting one for managers. Um... I know that I got a, a massive hiding um, from uh, my opponent this weekend, who had Harry Kane as his captain. And the and Harry Kane, as I like to say, uh, <laughs> with a hat-trick, has been in fine form. I mean, he really is just scoring goals left, right and centre. And Lukaku himself is also starting to find form. I just don't see um, any of them getting a hat-trick this weekend, though. Yeah, but it's a tough one. I don't think that, I mean, it's two good
1: defences they're going to come up against. Um, but you know that they'd be on the score sheet. I mean, Harry Kane's been phenomenal recently his forms, So his form's just shot up. So you've got a tough choice. I mean, you can go Lukaku or you can go Harry Kane. It's a tough one,
0: eh? Yeah, Harry's a little bit more expensive. I think he's 1.3 more than Lukaku. So you've got but to... You've got to
1: also look at the fact that, you know, Spurs are at home.
0: Then They're, their so record... they're, they're the unbeaten at home. Players.
1: So... You know, you, you, maybe that would swing people's uh, choice in that they I don't. I'll go with Kane instead of Lukaku. All
0: right. Well, let's. Um, shall we pick Patrick van Aanholt?
1: Oh, I knew you were going <laughs> to rub it in my face. I just knew it. Yeah, I got that one wrong. I said he's not a goal scorer and he's a rubbish defender. And you, well, I think he might have, he Maybe he listens to the podcast I think uh, he does prove me, uh, prove me
0: wrong I think he does uh, Alright, let right, let's, uh, we're running out of time uh, Let's have a prediction for The match at Anfield And the match at White Hart Lane uh,
1: The Anfield one I'm going to go for 2-2 I'm going to go play it safe Okay The Spurs I think they should Nick it 3-2 eh? I'm going with a high scorer
0: Are we going Kane Hattrick maybe?
1: No, nah, I think King will get two, and uh, Delhi Ali
0: will get one. <laughs> Mo, thanks very much for your time. Um, uh, before we, we wrap up the podcast, remember you can catch us on the Ginger's Perspective. That's at cs 2 on iTunes as well as on cliffcentral.com. Thanks for listening, Mo. Your your parting words.
1: As always, be champions.
0: Well, there you have it. We'll catch you again next week as we look back at the two massive clashes from the weekend. And we'll have to wait and see what happens, but it could prove to be a telling weekend in the Barclays Premier League.